The one story that can supercharge your traffic, increase your conversions, is your customer story. I'm going to send you nine systems for finding and collecting those stories no matter where they happen. Just text GMS9 to 321-392-6692 or click the link in the show notes to get those today. In a world full of boring stories, bad videos, and marketing misinformation, one very tall man with a weird last name will use his microphone. Is this thing on? Use his video marketing knowledge. It's the red button, right? And use his friends. Please be on the show. To change that. You are listening to The Garlic Marketing Show with Ian. What? No, that's how you pronounce it. Well, if you say so, your host, Ian Garlic. on the show a lot of great people but i literally have the best marketer in the country uh on the show as according to entrepreneur magazine also president named him one of the top 100 entrepreneurs under 30 and also he got an award a congressional award i mean that's amazing neil patel thanks so much for being on the show no problem thanks for having me so neil um you know your story's out there, and I'm really impressed with the video on your your about us page, which is awesome. Uh, you know about you getting into the business and and doing it. But one of my big questions for you is, you know, you're you're awesome at SEO. You do everything. It looks like you know everything about marketing. How do you stay on top of it all? Yeah, the, the way I stay on top of it all is just by reading, implementing, networking, keep talking to people, but. The reality is I just keep trying to learn in whatever fashion or form. Um, do, you, do you have any system for it? I mean, do you say I'm going to read X time and X time? No, no system. I just learn whenever I can. And oh, so you have a book coming out called Hustle. Um, how much of that knowledge is going into there? Is, is this a book that's going to be, let's say, evergreen? or Because Hustle seems like more of a motivational, personal development type book. Or is there a lot of marketing knowledge in it? Uh, it's not really about marketing knowledge. It's more about success and just how to uh, accomplish your goals and dreams in life. Awesome. And how, you know, you've, you've done so much. How do you keep deciding what to do next? I mean, you've, you've had, what, four multi-million dollar businesses. <laughs> uh, how do you decide what to do next? It's pretty much based on what I love. So whatever I love, whatever I'm passionate about, that's what I do. Awesome. And uh, obviously marketing, business, anything outside of marketing and business that you're passionate about? I saw the small business, helping small businesses, but anything outside of there? Uh, not too much. That's like the area I love uh, focusing on. Awesome. Yeah, it's, it, it's a lot of work. Uh, do you ever feel overwhelmed with it all? I mean, you, you, there's so much, you have so much knowledge, but I mean, there's just, it's just changing so rapidly. Yeah, of course. Right. There's a lot of work to do, a lot of meetings to get done, a lot of new things to learn and then implement. But you know what? That's what keeps me on my feet. And I love it because if everyone else struggles with it as well, then whoever can figure out how to control everything, implement what they're learning, then they have the best shot of succeeding. I agree. Um, yeah, implementation is key. 
you know, so when it comes to helping small business, and I come back to that because I, you know, I'd love to help small business too. It's it's exciting because you can really you see the needle change for a person versus like when you work with large businesses, it's cool to do big stuff, but you're not affecting one person's life necessarily. So when it comes to being a small business or an entrepreneur that isn't necessarily a marketer, what, how would you tell them to go about learning this? Are there certain key things that every marketer, every business owner should know? Yeah, there's a few key things that every business owner should know. Um, one, you're going to make mistakes. If you can learn from them and avoid making them over and over again, uh, that's awesome. Two, that's what's going to help you really succeed in life. Two, with your business, if you can't drive enough visitors, it doesn't matter how good your product or service is, you won't succeed. And when you're doing marketing, it's not about finding like, oh, I want to do SEO or I want to do this. It's leverage whatever tactics that are out there. What will happen is – Think of it like spaghetti. You throw against the wall and you see what sticks. So you may leverage CRO, SEO, email marketing, paid advertising, whatever it may be. But the ones that tend to stick and do the best, that's what you should focus on at the beginning. Don't worry about doing them all and doing them perfect. It's just a pure numbers game of getting out there and just getting this stuff done, right? And focusing on what's working in the short run and later on then expanding from there. Um, and so – when it comes, you have a website, Quick Sprout, um, and what you know, it's a great resource. Do you think that's the place a beginner should go to, or I mean, what do you think is the number one resource for a beginner? The number one resource for a beginner is ooh, yeah, Quick Sprout, NeilPatel.com, um, Google. I would actually say Google is probably the best place, even better than my sites, because sometimes there'll be topics that I don't cover that you can find on Google, right? Awesome. Yeah. Oh, true. True, and, and it's it like you said, it's changing rapidly. Um, so let's talk a little bit about SEO because I love SEO and video. Um, it's where I cut my teeth in marketing. It really took off. How? Where do you see SEO going? Well, SEO is becoming more complex, in which it's a game of cat and mouse between Google and the searchers uh, or the SEOs. But what's really happening is, is the companies that provide the most value, the best product, the best service, they're the ones who tend to succeed in the long run. So what SEO is going is to the consumer. Consumers determine who is ranking number one, right? Google shifts their algorithm to what's best for consumers. That's a great point that a lot of people forget about. I, I literally was just um, – I, I shared because I got a stand-up desk from a company and I shared it with people and a bunch of people bought it. And now I'm getting all the flack back about how bad it was <laughs> an experience. And a lot of people when, in marketing forget about that consumer experience. Um, how are you advising the companies that you work with to stay on top of that consumer experience? The way I'm advising the companies is just always survey your customers. Uh, you can do like little meetups. You can have phone calls with them, but always communicate with them. Uh, don't look at support as just support. Look at it as customer success and really try to help your customers be happy and succeed in whatever they're doing. Um, yeah, and, and you talked about over-delivering. And when I looked at your videos, it was awesome. And you talked about over-delivering to your initial customers and keep over-delivering. Uh, how do you keep that mindset and still keep working and pushing forward? How, how do you implement that on a daily basis? What do you mean? The mindset of what? Um, of over-delivering to your customers, to your clients. 
you personally? Yeah, so the, for me, it's just I care what they think. I want them to be happy. And if I was in their shoes, I think about it as like, how would I want to be treated? So I give them the service or the quality of work in which the way I would want to be treated. Don't get me wrong. It doesn't always work the way I want, but that's what I at least try to do. Great. And I think this is an interesting thing because you know so many tactics and you know how to apply so many tactics, but these are real basic business tenants that you're talking about that we forget about in search of the latest tactic. Um, do you find when you're consulting with small business, do you find that usually that's where it goes is into those basic business tenants or is it really tactics that can move the needle the fastest? Yeah, I go and look into the whole business. There's no really one shoe fits all. So I look at the whole business, see where you can optimize it. Sometimes you think it's one tactic or another, but unless you analyze the whole business, you don't necessarily know, right? Every solution has to be customized to the customer. Yes, very true, especially these days um, because the, everyone's there's so many outlets, not just for the customer, but so many ways for the customer to connect with their ideal customer. Um, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, I find one of the biggest problems I get is someone doesn't want to get nailed down with an avatar. You know, they're like, well, our service can service everyone. How do you help people figure out which avatar to go after first and, and design that avatar? So by avatar, you're talking about, like, people don't want to be pigeonholed into... Yeah, and to like when you work with a business, when I work with a small business, I'm like, well, you have to choose those ideal customers that you're going to talk to first, and you know what they want and what they need and where they are. And a lot of people say, well, I just want men between 30 and 50. <laughs> By just thinking about who your ideal customer is, not necessarily 30 to 50, but who is the easiest ones to close? Who would be the ones that get the most benefit? Who would be the ones that are the happiest? And from there, what you do is you drill down and you just keep going deeper and deeper until you're like, all right, my ideal customer lives in the West Coast of the U.S., uh, has this income range, has this age range, this is what they do for a living, and this is why our solution could help, and this is why they would probably want to move on it in the next week, right? And you have to get really specific, and then the hard part is where do you go to find that person, right? But you start off by just doing that and then going from there. Yeah, well, I, I find that I liked what you said too. That's a, a big one is who's the easiest to close because a lot of people want, uh, you know, the, they want that big fish right out of the bat, out of the gate and they don't realize that they're not going to ROI on it immediately. Um, so let's let's shift the conversation a little because I want to talk a little bit more about you and, and your history. Um, so let's talk about you. You've had a lot of marketing successes. What is the one that you feel is the one that you're like, wow, that was a, that was a great one. That was a great thing that worked out. There really isn't one. It, it, it really varies a lot. Like everyone thinks like, it's like a, like a silver bullet. I really have never found a silver bullet. The reason being is it varies per site. Even if they're in the same industry, it really varies that much. Yeah, it's true. It is true. And, and what can work today, what doesn't work today might work tomorrow, right? And and vice versa. Um, well, with the direction you're going now and where do you, where are you finding the biggest traction in your business right now? I'm finding the biggest traction in content marketing. Um, 
re- creating really good content and not for the U.S., specifically international audiences has done really well. So because it's not that competitive, right? Like the Brazil market is three, four years behind the U.S. The Spanish market is two, three years behind the Brazilian market. It's not that competitive at all. And so when you go into this, um, I, I don't want to get all your secrets, but I mean, obviously there's a language barrier, not just a language barrier, but you know, there's a nuance barrier. Uh, how are you overcoming that? Uh, I hire people from those localized regions to help. He's smart enough. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so when, besides the agency, you know, one of the stories that you, you tell is, is how you got started and you hired an agency after you made your first business was successful and the agency really didn't do much for you at all. Um, besides that, where where have been those down points that you really learned from in marketing? Has there been like one marketing thing that you tried that was you made a big bet on that just didn't work? Yeah, there hasn't even been one. There's been a lot of them. See, I don't look at marketing as you make one bet. I look at it as you do a ton of bets and when something will work. I look at it as like just playing the numbers game. And of course, yeah, you want to make sure you put your best foot forward and use the right tactics uh, and you put out quality work. But I really do look at it as you're playing the numbers game. Like SEO works for most sites, but it doesn't mean it's going to work well for you in the short run. So you just got to try a few different things and see what happens. Yeah, true. It, that, it, you know, I've talked about this. It, it's I worked for a hedge fund as a trader prior to getting into marketing. And, you know, a lot of people don't realize is the best traders in the world are only right 30% of the time. But they ride those right, those those wins. Um, which I think a lot of marketing is. I mean, marketing actually can be right more often, but there's a lot of those little tests that just don't work. Um, so now that you, I mean, obviously you're you're running companies and also you're doing marketing. Um, it, how do you balance all that? Uh, I don't really balance. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. I'm to the extreme. Awesome. <laughs> so tell me, I mean, can you tell me what your typical day is like? Yeah, I get up, I work. Like, I check my phone before I even brush. I sleep, I work before I fall asleep. Like, and my during my day, it's meetings, phone calls, uh, blogging, conferences. But yeah, there's like, my typical day is work. Dinner meetings, right? Like uh, lunch meetings, breakfast meetings. All I do is really work. It, that's intense. <laughs> um, do you, uh, and how are you scheduling all this? I mean, is there a balance in your schedule as far as like what's important and what's not? Because you have, obviously you have urgent and important and there's that, that, that tug between those two because you have to learn, but you also have to do the meetings it, or is it just like a go full throttle and, and the spaghetti principle? I know it's a spaghetti principle for me. I think that's a gr- a great point because you look at a lot successful entrepreneurs like yourself, a lot of them out there, and there's a lot of guys out there trying to teach time management. And you spend more time manage your time than actually getting stuff done. <laughs> um, and I'm assuming a lot of this is detailed in hustle. Yeah, a, lo- a lot of it is detailed in hustle, right? It, the book doesn't talk about anything marketing oriented, as I mentioned earlier, but it's taking a lot of the concepts and principles, succeeding, how to learn from mistakes. Uh, 
you know, how to create your own luck, uh, like how to find what you're passionate about. Right. So it's just a lot of different topics. We even talk about how to build up your own net worth, kind of like uh, companies can grow in value and then IPO. We call it pop. So very cool. Um, and I think that's a great point to make too. that. So, I, I mean, I've, I've always thought about exit strategies and I've been talking a lot more to people about it is even if you're not thinking about exiting right now or soon, it's always good to be thinking about exiting. Do you feel that way? Not just about exiting, but I just I look at it as growing. So I don't look at it as like everyone needs to exit. I just feel everyone needs to continually grow. Whatever happens, happens. You can't control that. And rub, but you should always try to grow. Awesome. So, and your personal growth, I mean, are, is, is there anyone that you're paying attention to? Is there anything that you read or are you pure test and marketing driven? Um, I am pure like test marketing driven. Uh, sometimes I use my gut, but it's just usually purely based off of data. And, and how are you getting that data on a daily basis? Are you looking through Google, Google analytics are you looking, you know, for me, I have to pay attention to search and I'm doing searches constantly, just looking at how the search is looking, getting a feel for it, um, as well as data. Uh, how are you, what are your big metrics? What are the things that you're always looking at? I, I, I'm looking, it varies per company, but I'm usually looking at conversions, email collections, uh, open rates, uh, click-throughs, daily traffic and visitors. And when it comes to deciding, do you have like points where you're like, okay, this is a problem or is it by feel that you're like, hey, I, I, I feel like we should be increasing that conversion or do you know that range off the top of your head? There, uh, there is no range. Gotcha. So you're just, it's, it's feel. Wow. That's intense. <laughs> I'm just imagining all, all, absorbing all that data and trying to process it and try and make make those decisions. Well, it, the problem is it just varies so much per business, right? Like if I was dealing with one, I can give you specific answers, but we deal with different kinds. It varies way too much. Gotcha. And well, I mean, do you buy business? Do you have certain metrics that you want to keep in? Yeah, when I buy, I do. It's really simple. I don't buy them for more than 3x profit, and I make sure I can at least like double or triple growth within like six months if I buy Interesting. Um, so I want to talk a little bit more about some tactics. Just, uh, I mean, I, everyone wants to hear about tactics. Um, what, and I'm a video marketer, but what do you see? I want to know what you see coming forward, going forward in video, because it's becoming. Obviously, people are producing a lot of video content. It's it's an important part of it, but looking around the corner is important too. How, what do you see happening? Video content is huge. I, I really do believe it's going to grow like really fast. Um, the, the thing with video content, it takes more work, but because it takes more work, you're going to see the people who do put in the time and energy to do really well over time. And um, as far as like video SEO – those types of things. Do you? I mean, I, I saw your post on YouTube. You think that's important. Um, do you see any other channels growing, and people need to pay attention to those channels when it comes to video? Yeah, like Snapchat is growing really big. I don't use it myself that often, but um, I think it's a really good. It, it's a really good social platform, and they're getting so many users that you have no choice but to use it. 
Yes. Yeah. Um, and how do you feel about like the new Instagram feed and um, and kind of Facebook and Instagram trying to take a, a swipe at Snapchat? Yeah, I don't know if it'll work, but it's worth a shot. I see a lot of people on Instagram already using it, so it seems like it could be working. They're going to start cannibalizing the market for Snapchat. And, and as you're developing video content yourself, are you where are you focusing mainly on YouTube, Snapchat? Uh, you said you're not using Snapchat that much. Where where are you developing your your video content? Where for where? I usually develop it for YouTube, but at least that's what we're going to start doing. We're just working on it before we all roll it out. Cool. Awesome. And will that be on your personal YouTube channel, Quick Sprout, or where will that be that, so people can watch it? Uh, I'm just going to put on YouTube and create a channel. I haven't created one yet, but that's what I'm going to do. Awesome. Very cool. Uh, well, Neil, I really appreciate your time. This has been fantastic. It's, it's great to talk to you. Uh, if where, Is neopatel.com the best place for someone to get a hold of you? Yep, it's the easiest. Awesome. And when is Hustle coming out? Um, Hustle comes out on Tuesday, September 13th. Fantastic. And that'll be available on Amazon. And, uh, who, who do you feel absolutely needs to read Hustle? Uh, anyone who's trying to grow, you know, their business or succeed in life or if they're lost and are trying to find out what to do. In essence, it's just for anyone who's just trying to further their career or business. That's a uh, that's a big group of awesome. Pretty broad, yeah. Can do awesome. Yeah, <laughs> but there's, I mean, obviously you've done it, which I love. You know, there's so many people out there writing books like that that haven't done it, and you've done it to the utmost ext- extreme. Uh, Neil, thanks so much for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Cool, sounds good. Thanks for having me. That's it for the Garlic Marketing Show. If you want to get the inside scoop and the latest techniques, make sure to follow Ian Garlic on Facebook. <laughs>